Hello guys, welcome back to Excuse My Friendship Podcast. This is Linda La Parisienne. Welcome back. Hello guys, what's up, what's going on, how is everybody doing? We're Saturday, June 26, 2021, 2021, 2021, the year of the robotization of the humankind. What's up you peeps? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's because you know the vaccine, the nanoparticles and stuff. I'm guessing um, everybody's going to transform soon. Maybe we'll have some humans with some wings. We'll have some like, uh, you know, like uh, people that are familiar with North Africa, scary stories. Uh, we'll have some woman with like a horse's feet. Uh, who knows? Who knows? We'll be able to fly. We'll be able to spit fire. Uh, be able to like barbecue on the go. You know what I mean? Uh, it might be amazing. It might be amazing. So I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't record the podcast for a month. Not that you really cared or that anybody noticed. I did, though, receive some messages from people asking me about it. So thank you so much. Thank you, girls. Sending you my love, as always. I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I didn't do the podcast and this world is becoming uh, a shithole, right? The whole world is entitled, I feel like. Everything in this life is entitled. Didn't you notice? So the reason why I didn't record is that I had some family matters I had to handle overseas. Um, stuff like that, you know, kind of... Uh, I went uh, originally to uh, see my mom and spend a little bit of time with her. I have an uncle that's been sick for a year and a half, not to tell you my life, but just so you know, so you don't think I don't give a fuck about you guys. Um, so the first week uh, we were dealing with some different paperwork things for my family. And then unfortunately, the second week, my uncle passed away. God rest his soul, very sad moments. So I had to prolong my uh, stay to uh, support my mom. You know, and then over there, you know, you have to, uh, when I went there, it was still the curfew at 9 p.m., which is a total headache compared to here. You know, we have the freedom here. You can go out, walk your dog, stuff like that. Even when we had lockdown, it's not like we went to the club, but you could go out and breathe, you know. Uh, you have the ocean next to you, the mountains, so it's pretty cool. When you're in Paris and it's 9 p.m., uh, you better have an excuse, this type of certificate that you self-print or self-fill, fill up. Uh, which to me is ridiculous because, you know, we can just make it up every time we need to go out. But still, you know, and if you don't have it, you get a ticket. So it's kind of stressful. I did go to Spain the first week uh, before my uncle passed um, to Barcelona for two days to relax. My uh, friend invited me for my birthday. Uh, very quick trip. I feel like I've been there for three days and it was like two weeks uh, or so. Uh, it went so by fa by so I cannot even speak English anymore. That's the problem. When I travel overseas, I go to France, and then I start talking my stuff, my slang. I don't make any effort. I forget the total English for two weeks, and then I come back, and then I'm fucked. So maybe I should take English classes before I record another podcast. You tell me. If not, uh, sorry, you're gonna have to bear with me with all my uh, languages uh, fuck up some in the future, right? So yes, this world. Uh, it's totally fucked up. So first of all, I want to tell you about my weekend in Barcelona because it was my first time there. Very nice. You know, when we had to wear the mask, of course, everybody still was still wearing the mask. Even though after the G7 summit, uh, I felt like the next two days, everybody in Europe uh, told them uh, that's OK. We don't need the mask anymore. You can go out. No more curfew. So I don't know what's up with that. But I felt like something maybe uh, maybe they realized that we don't need the mask anymore, the curfew. 
um, I don't know, I picture them, all the chiefs of all the governments, all the presidents and whatever, all together to party. And then they're like, okay, you guys, what do we do? Should we stop that shit? Because, you know, we're wearing the mask anyway. So, you know, I think like the cameras and the press already saw that we guys uh, hugged and French kissed to say hi. So maybe we should do the same for the peasants. Maybe, you know, I guess that's what happened. So anyway, I don't know. They're talking about this variant stuff. Uh, don't even get me started on that shit. It's like they're making it up. It's like the Wheel of Fortune. They pull the wheel and then uh, who knows what name it's going to come out. Uh, it feels like every week we have a new variant. Um, yes, I, uh, yeah, this world is going to shit on. It's like uh, everything is untitled. You go to the grocery store, you have to work, you have to scan your own shit. You go to the airport, you have to scan your own shit. You have to do it like you work on the computer. I literally print, printed my uh, suitcase uh, sticker. And uh, the tag, meaning, sorry, you know, I cannot speak English, I told you already. And I had to bring it and put it up myself. What the fuck is that? Uh, I'm not getting a salary for that. I noticed it happened to me two years ago when I went to France. I was like, maybe they're busy, maybe it's a new technology. Now you have no more choice. You have to do it on your own. Even if you go, you know, once you pass the security and you go inside waiting for the boarding, and you have those shops where you buy, like, you know, bottle of water, all the bullshit, you know, the, the airport shops that makes you want to buy everything. You want to buy Q-tips, magazines, gum, maybe why not some ear pods? Uh, what else can I buy? Uh, do I have a pen? Maybe I need a new journal. Maybe I decide to write my life every night. You know, i never done that. I have so much respect for people that every night take the book and write their journey, write their day, and they have this as a memory. Um... At that time, I had decided to bet on my brain. At this point, I know that it's not going to work. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to do it to write every night. I started it many times when I was a teenager. I was like, I always had a girlfriend that had a thing like this. It's like a personal diary, and every day you write your feelings and stuff. But you see, I'm too suspicious. I never trusted. I always thought maybe somebody find it and read all my secrets. Maybe it's best I write it all in the paper and then burn it. So every time I wrote, I would throw it away. I don't keep it. I don't know. It's in my brain. It's with me and my angels. God knows. And that's it. Right? So yes, this store, uh, I've been there this time to buy like sandwich and bullshit like this. You know, because even if you're not hungry, you just want to buy a snack, anything, anything to make you spend money. And so guess what? I had to uh, do it myself. When he came to go to the register, when it was time to go there, there was a machine, nobody in front of it. And the lady was like, yeah, you scan it on your own and you make the payment. And like, what the fuck is that? I mean, in France, I've been to the, I went to the pharmacy and I go to the pharmacist because I'm looking for like some type of vitamin D. You know, I told you guys, I ain't joking. I'm drinking anise, star anise tea. I'm drinking uh, pine needle tea. I am taking vitamin D, I am taking zinc, moringa, I am taking everything that moves. I ain't got no time. We need the vitamins. We need to be healthy. Uh, we need to do it. So I go to the pharmacist and uh, I ask the lady, uh, hey, how are you? I'm looking for some uh, zinc and some vitamin D. And she was like, okay, uh, what brand? And I'm like, well, I'm not sure about the brand. She didn't let, even let me finish. She told me, well, if you don't know the brand, I cannot help you. You know, and uh, what the fuck is that? What do you mean if you don't know the brand? Are we in like Foot Locker or something? Because last time I checked, this is the pharmacy where you give people medication. So what you're supposed to do, because you're getting paid for it, you shut the fuck up, listen to what I need, uh, assess the situation, be calm and diplomatic, and give me the shit I need. 
you know, if you can, don't come up with the like, do you know the brand? What the fuck is this? Do I know the brand? So I was going to snap at her. And lucky for me, that day I was with my mom. And my mom is so funny. She has even less filter than me. She's like past that point when you pass to 60 years old. I just turned 40 and I feel like I have zero patience anymore for stupidity on earth, to be honest with you. I switched to the totally fuck it mode, but to a degree where, you know, you don't give a fuck anymore. It's like, it's all right. I don't care. I'll just walk away. I'll just take my bag and just walk until I see the ocean or something, you know. So my mom, even before I had the time to take the next breath, She told the girl, oh, wow, well, let, let us go back to university, study pharmacy shit, and then we'll come back when we know it all then. So it was such a, a good line from my mom. I was so proud of her. And um, she does have a way to say that's very aggressive, though, because she has no time. So she's not going to make it sound polite or anything. There is no bad words, but the way she's going to say it, she's just like stabbing you with her brain. Let's put it this way. So, but I couldn't believe this bitch that expects me to know the medication. Are you out of your mind? If I, uh, if it was the case, I wouldn't come to see you. I would be like, bitch, get out of my way. I need to get some zinc and stuff. You're in front of the shelf. Move. Unbelievable. She expected us to know. So that's the world right now. They expect us to know everything. Soon we're going to go to the doctor and tell him what's wrong with us so he can just write the prescription. Well, just give, it, give us the book then. You know, unbelievable. So anyway, uh, vaccine, vaccine. Did you do the vaccine? Did you not do the vaccine? I don't care, to be honest with you. I just recommend people to make a lot of research because I'm at the point where I am done uh, telling people that I'm not trying to convince them, but I'm, you know, I don't, I don't care. You do what you want to do. If you want to do it and you feel like you've done your research, good for you. If you feel like you don't want to do it because you don't trust it or you don't want to be a guinea pig or you don't want to do something that's not finished being tested yet, I don't blame you. I kind of agree with you. That's my position on it. But I don't go and do a, write a sign and go protest on the streets. Huh? You got to really, uh, that's personal choices and you got to let it go. There is too many people. So me, when I tell my peeps, my family, stuff like that, I share my opinion, but I'm not going to fight you. Then you decide. And that's the truth of it all is that we don't even decide. In my philosophy, God is the one who decides. Meaning, even if you have the vaccine and you're supposed to not die, you won't die. You won't have any problem. We, we don't decide that shit, right? Now I decide to not put something that I don't know in my arm, that I don't trust, for now. And most likely, uh, because of all the information that I'm getting every day, it's not going to happen unless I'm being forced by uh, the army or something. But if not, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather wait for the end of the test. I'm sorry. I noticed, although, a lot of people that have done it. Did you notice how those people try to convince other people? Based on zero motherfucking science. The only thing they need to tell you is, some people literally told me, listen, you trust me? What the fuck does that mean, do you trust me? Who are you? Who are you? Did you come from the molecule of that vaccine? Or is your dad the one in the laboratory working on it? What the fuck do you mean? Do you trust me? To me, it's the same thing as if I give somebody a glass of bleach, uh, some close friend or my brother or something, and be like, listen, 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 look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Do you see me? Do you feel my love? Do you trust me? Trust me. I got you. I can promise you nothing is going to happen to you. Guys, nobody can say that today. So don't be like bragging like this, please. Okay, a lot of people around me, they feel like a lot of pressure from the vaccinated people. You did it for you. You feel safe. I am happy for you and I send you all my love. But don't make it sound like the other people are like criminals. 
okay? Because if you want to get to the truth and the bottom of that thing, you did it to feel safe, you've done it, you should feel safe. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. And if you open your brain a little bit, you will see that in Europe, for example, there is a lot of people that are hospitalized with the COVID that are vaccinated people. Even if you have it, you still have to be protected. So don't serve us your shit on zero scientific facts if you don't know the facts. I'm sorry. Because I don't, even if, if I don't choose to do it, I would never go to someone and be like, listen, you cannot do it. I can promise you that you can trust me 100%. No, this is not what we say. We say make your own research. You have a brain, hopefully. And if you don't, maybe you bang your head against something or maybe somebody like knock some sense out of your head. I don't know what it is. And I don't judge because I understand that a normal person should be trusting the medical fields and should be trusting the government and should be trusting everybody. The only problem is that I've watched too many documentaries where pharmaceutical stuff, they made mistakes and then they know this after and then they're like, sorry. No, I don't like it. Did you see the pilots from British Airways that died? All of, four of them, in two weeks, four of them were vaccinated, but they don't find a link to it. We don't know. I don't know for sure. Do your research again. Uh, and then a couple of days after that, they decided to tell the flight attendants and pilots that they don't have to do the vaccines if they don't feel like it. Sounds to me like uh, they're scared of what the insurance is going to do. Because if you're forcing people to get it to get into a job or at a job, then it's going to be on you. So people are kind of changing their mind. I heard like CDC is telling now to wait and not vaccinate kids. I mean, there is a lot of signals, you guys. If you cannot read it and you still want to trust, I am not judging you and I wish you the best. And the good news, again, is for everybody, is that there is people on this earth that are trying to find a remedy for people that have been vaccinated in case he goes down to the toilet and it becomes scary and crazy and then you'll be saved. So that's the only thing that matters because at the end of the day, we're all brothers and sisters. I just don't want people to go and try to pretend that everybody became a scientist. But shut the fuck up. What do you know? Please, you don't even know how to take care of your weight. What are you going to tell some people about molecules and proteins? Please, bro. You know what I mean? And for all the people where you get your science on CNN, uh, no, or Fox or whoever, it's not the news that should give you that. You should look into like scientific and medical stuff. It's very weird that in the whole world there is no debate. Usually there is a debate. There is no debate. Why is that? Why is that so many people are being censored? Where there is so much attention and we're all trying to go towards the same goal. Fight this fucking pandemic. We all want to get rid of it. We all want to get back to our normal life. We all want to have love and good snacks and laughs and, you know, and travel and family and quality stuff, you know? So yeah, that bothers me a little bit. But anyway, uh, I still send you my love and I still recommend people to drink infuser, infusions of star anise, you know, or if you drink tea, add a few star anise in there. Uh, you can put cloves. Um, there is also the pin, um, no, not pin, pine, pine tree needles tea. This I haven't read much about it. I've been seeing it a lot, but I haven't read about it. So I recommend you do your research because, of course, you know I'm not a doctor, right? I'm just telling you, like, you know, we friends and stuff. It's not like I'm telling you medical advice or whatever. Don't you think that? Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Father's Day was uh, last week, apparently. Uh, I hear a lot of fathers complaining complaining that their Father's Day is not as good as their Mother's Day. If you're your woman's bitch, you're not going to put it on us, all right? If you're not smart enough. Like, there was a guy, I was listening to him, he was a podcast, and he was saying, like, yeah, you know, I decided to spend the day with my wife and kids. It's on you. 
you should be decided to do you and go play golf or do something with your boys and not have no responsibilities this day. If you go to a headache day, like every day of your life, and that day you wanted to, you know, the rest of the year, you take care of your kids, you're a good dad, you do stuff like this, it's cool, you're a good husband, whatever, whatever. It's life. The day you have Father's Day and you give out your freedom of that day, your specialty, it is the day where you can play the little fancy bitch and be like, you know what, I want to be it around me, I want to go away, I want to go camping, I want to go do this, and they'll give it to you. But if you choose the wrong route, meaning spending the day with your whole family, don't be crying after, okay? A lot of men are like, yeah, when is Mother's Day? You know, they expect, they expect, they expect. Well, you should expect it too then. You're the man. Grab some balls, bro. What is this? You make her happy, and then when it's your turn, make her happy. That's it. Stop crying about that. There's a lot of men. I mean, what happened to the mankind? Guys, you sliding into a feminine side of things, and it's not very sexy. You know what I mean? If you're gay... And that's the way you are. Good for you, and I send you my love. But if you're trying to be a manly man to your wife and try to be that masculine side that we need as women, this is not the way to go. The, the sensitive feelings of bullshit, of now complaining about Father's Day. Give me a break already. Where is the time where guys just wanted to go fish, have a beer, and smoke a joint with their bros? You know what I mean? I heard some guys saying like, yeah, I bought flowers in my house because there is no reason why there would be flowers for my wife and not for me. Dude, are you listening to yourself? Unless you're a guy that studies flowers and it's your passion, you have no reason to have a bouquet of flowers in your house. That's exactly why you end up bitching like a woman. And people are going to be like, yeah, she's macho, woman. I don't care. I mean, fuck it, you guys. Okay, let's call a cat a cat. All right. I mean, you know, so flying, uh, flying, flying. I haven't talked shit about United uh, Airlines, Delta. Actually, I flew United, which was very cool. Very nice stuff. Uh, very nice plane. I got the chance to be on business on the way in and the way back. Um, amazing. Huh? The bed with the remote where you just lay down as you please is unbelievable and amazing. I still found it dumb that we take off the mask while we eat to put it back on after because it doesn't really make a difference. But anyway, uh, the second flight, though, uh, from uh, New York to L.A., see, you feel the difference. It feels like if they're not going outside the country, they don't have to bother for the plane. You know the shades you try to close when you're on the plane? I tried to close mine because the, the, the sun was like, uh, you know, you're above the clouds, so the sun is like full heat, full heat, full burn. Huh? I tried to close it, and that little shade was broken. There is nothing worse for feeling in a plane than when you touch something that's broken. Or like if your seat is a little bit like, you know, like uh, fucked up, there is a screw that's coming off or something. There is nothing else better to create uh, anxiety. So this needs to be fixed. I expect this, that I touch the thing, it comes down and it's amazing. Not like, uh, oh my God, there was a lady, she was so cute, an old lady next to me in the plane. She just discovered uh, on June 21st that you can watch movies on that screen in the plane. Isn't that amazing? I wish I had surprises of life like this every day. I wish. I wish, I wish. Besides that, I told you I turned 40. Uh, the world should know about that because it's pretty amazing, uh, especially the way I look. I look like I'm 28 or 26. I don't know. You tell me. But uh, no, thank God. But I don't care about age. You know, I don't care. I'm not the type that's going to be like, no, I'm just 28. Fuck that shit. I'm 40, bro. I have my experience, my life. I'm so proud of it. I am so happy. And... Um, I got to tell you guys, if you're still in your 20s, when you get to the 40 stuff, you start to not give a fuck anymore about people, about, uh, you know, everything becomes like, you know, 
when I told you two years ago, yeah, I just want to be with my dog and hang out with him. Now I just want to live on an island with my husband and my dog. Sometimes just my dog, you know, because guys, they always find a way to break your balls. We don't communicate the same way with men and women. It's just different. You know what I mean? Like my husband is the best guy in the world. But there is a few things where, for example, you'll be talking to him about something super serious and he'll just walk away or switch the subject. Like he didn't even notice to make the difference between an important subject and a non-important subject. And even though it's boring for you, you should have the, the classiness of knowing how to hide it. Just the way I do when you're telling me about your boring ass uh, stuff. Uh, not everything is interesting, you guys, don't when you tell us your stories. You know what I mean? And um, But we still do it because we love you. Can you believe women? All the women out there, if we had the chance to be able to walk away from our men when this is something that's not interesting, it'll be a day filled up with uh, walking away moves, huh? let me tell you that much. You know what I mean? If we had to let it out, like, come on, uh, spill out the story, bro, you know, or stuff like this, oh, it would be such a relief, but we have to be so polite. So, he, you know, men do things like this. They don't have the classiness like us women. We have to stop. Uh, I have a lot of my girlfriends. They expect their husband to understand some sensitive side of them. It's just not going to happen. They're just not cut that way. You know what I mean? It's like as if you were to show him one of your lamest girly show and expect him to cry with you when it's a sad scene. There is no such a thing. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. A guy is most likely to cry if you see in the movie that uh, somebody uh, broke a guy's car or burnt it or you know took like some material stuff than anything else. Huh? Oh yeah, my husband, he's very sensitive for animals. He loves animals. I love that about him. He's very sweet like that. But uh, yes, you know, we're not cut the same. We're just not cut the same. We have to uh, understand there is some things, girls, uh, and then girls, they feel, um, it's like me, you know, sometimes I would tell uh, stories. Now I don't do it so much, I understood. But at the beginning, I would tell stories to uh, to him and not uh, nothing mean, huh? I just mean uh, the truth. Uh, if I say a story to one of my girls, it's a click, clack, boom. Everything is understood. I don't need to repeat. I don't need to explain the why or how or what is the sneakiness behind it. Or why did you... Guys are just so oblivious. They're very naive when it comes to girl stories. Because it's girl stories, it's not interesting to you guys. I get it because sometimes even for me, it gets boring. But I will talk to him for like an hour. And then at the end of it, he makes one comment. And I'm like, who the fuck am I telling the story to? Are you crazy, girl? What do you expect? What are you expecting? What's your project on this one? You know what I mean? And a couple of times I just had to be like, you know what? I am so sorry. I confused you with one of my girlfriends and the way it's going, it's not going to work. I'm so sorry. Don't forget about what I said. I'm just going to tell them. Uh, don't worry about that. It's not important for you in your life. You just have to know that I love you. You're the best husband in the world. And thank you so much for trying. Because, you know, at the end, you end up being aggravated on your husband because you want to blame him that he didn't get what you were trying to explain. Now, the truth is you're the dumbass to try to explain to someone that you knew them well from the beginning. He was not going to get it. But you still forced it because you needed to tell someone. So, no, I'm good. I'm good. So, yes, it was very nice. I miss my husband and my dog when I was away, you guys. It's nice when you do things like this because... Uh, you know, when I uh, we spent the whole year together during COVID. Before that, he traveled a lot for work, uh, which is I'm very independent and him too. So that works very well for us. Uh, and we did very well during COVID uh, lockdown, I have to say. I was kind of worried. I was like, Oula, if we're going to spend like maybe one month and a half, we're going to snap and kill each other. No, it was very good, very good, very good. We're very good at respecting each other's space and keeping each other busy. Um, I couldn't be with someone. I was like, what are you doing? I'm bored. 
like this I cannot do because I feel like I have a kid that's a teenager that I'm gonna you know smack or something if he says it one more time so no he's very good like that so yeah and then I went back to to France we stayed apart for like a few weeks and I came back so happy to find my husband it's nice you put things in perspective you know what I mean for all the couples that are together uh, in the same place for a year and a half or two years because of COVID. And you're like, can you breathe a fucking different way? Why do you have to talk like that? You know, like everything becomes a problem. You go away for a few days, go visit your family and stuff. And then you remember, you see what's out there and then you come back and you well and fresh. I mean, I'm very grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the type of girl that like turned my back uh, overnight, but uh, it's nice. You know, it's always nice. Like I got to catch up with my family. It was a very hard moment, although I have to say because my uncle passed, but you know, where I come from, we think that the other world is better than this one here, it's our game, guys, you know, we're in a fuck it mode, we're here to do the journey, be uh, having compassion for others, and be kind, and try to do as good as we can, and uh, have fun, eat good snacks, laugh, dance, play music, whatever makes you, uh, whatever, uh, whatever, um, I was going to say an expression, but that's not, it is, that's not at all what it means, so I'm not going to say it because, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in French in my head and I will drop an expression and that doesn't mean anything close to what I wanted to say. So I'm just going to hold it. Uh, my friend uh, from um, my friend Simone, I'm not going to say her real name, from San Francisco uh, and her husband, they invented the vegan nuggets. I have not ordered a box yet, but everybody is saying that they're fucking delicious. So you guys, the vegan nuggets, I got to find you the name. I am so sorry she's going to kill me because I don't even have the name right now. You know what I mean? You know my brain. And plus I came back from France, so don't even ask me too much. Right. And uh, yeah, um, vegan nuggets, amazing, amazing. Kids like it. Everybody like it. So I cannot, I cannot wait to try it. Um, what else did I want to tell you about? Uh, LA, the weather is pretty cool. Paris was a good weather. Barcelona was nice. A lot of pickpockets in Barcelona. I was not impressed, I tell you the truth. Very impressed by the hotel, uh, where my friends took me, were amazing places, amazing food in Barcelona. Oh my God, you can eat for so cheap and so delicious. It's crazy. Their uh, patatas bravas, whatever it's called, I need to find a recipe and try to make it. It's fucking delicious. I ate some like seafood platters, octopus. Oh my God, you guys. It was unbelievable. Fresh juices. You know, the south, the Mediterranean water and stuff. But I have to say, Barcelona on the touristic side is very, uh, very ugly. I found it. The architecture is beautiful, but there is too much uh, crime. Too much. Um, we're not talking like crime, like uh, Detroit and uh, Chicago crime. We're talking like pickpocket stuff. Like you can never have your stuff on you. You cannot go to the beach and go in the water and be safe. Here in Santa Monica, you can leave your purse, come back. I don't do it, but you know, I see a lot of people do it and they're fine. You lose your phone, somebody bring it back. Uh, the only wallet that I saw over there was left on the curb and it was emptied after somebody stole it. Then I went to have a coffee on the beach and then uh, a guy jumped another guy that had pickpocketed uh, a girl. He had stolen her wallet. They don't call the police. They don't give a fuck. Now, outside Barcelona, there is some fucking beautiful places, great beaches and stuff, great shopping as well. But the Barcelona, Barcelona, uh, I don't know. I was not fun. I don't want to talk shit, but honestly, uh, when you've seen the south of France and stuff, it's hard to, you become like a bougie. You know, maybe I'm a, I'm a French Riviera bougie bitch, but uh, I didn't like it so much. No, not so much. It felt like as if Marseille 
had uh, become uh, more ghetto than it is. And I love Marseille. Marseille is a mix of uh, so many different people, so many cultures, uh, the ocean, the warmth of people. Very nice, very nice. The soccer, I love it. Barcelona, it was not so... I have a friend from Barcelona, actually. She's going to be pissed off to hear me say that. But uh, in, in all that, huh? or I'm hoping that she lives outside where I went, which I'm sure that's the case because where the picture she always sent me looked gorgeous, but I don't know. And so, yes, and on the way back from France to uh, United States, well, you have to have the test uh, every time you travel, of course, makes sense. If I tell you that from France to uh, Los Angeles, nobody has asked me for my test. I literally was pissed off. I was like, are you joking? Nobody's going to ask me for the PCR? Are you serious right now? Isn't it a pandemic? Aren't you guys driving us nuts for a month now to be careful and you're not going to fucking ask for the PCR? You better fucking ask it. Well, I didn't say that, of course, because, you know, the airport, you can become a, a prisoner in two seconds. Huh? One misunderstanding and uh, your life uh, flip over. So, no, I'm not going to do that. But I was very disappointed that they didn't check on that. So you make people wear that uh, paper mask because in some companies they don't want you to wear your mask. You have to wear the paper mask, which, yeah, it's OK. It's cute. But to me, it doesn't make sense. But then you don't ask for the test. So. Go figure, you know, it's a whole bunch of like, you know, nothing makes sense these days. Uh, if you go buy a flight ticket, you got to work for the airline. You got to check yourself in. You got to bring your suitcase. You got to do everything. Soon you, they're going to get you into the kitchen and you're going to go make your own meal. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so besides that, uh, I'm back. I'm back in L.A. Uh, life has become uh, normal again. People are out there. Uh, some people have the mask. Some people don't, um, you know. It's chilling. I went to the beach yesterday. The beach is just priceless. Anytime you go, anywhere you go. It's just gorgeous. It's free. It's so amazing. You feel so good. And it's crazy. Every time I feel lazy, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I go tomorrow. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh, my God. What is wrong with me? So I hope you guys get to go on vacation this summer. I hope you can go, like, I don't know, to the country, to the mountain, to the desert, whatever you like doing. But you need to get that rest on. Huh? We need to stay in that fuck it mode. We need to get away from the news, get away from the TV, get away from all those dummies or fake-ass scientists that are telling you life about uh, medical facts that are not true and useless. You know what I mean? Connect with nature, connect with yourself, follow your gut feelings. Um, you know, Don't let the vampire of uh, energy, the people that like to drop their problems on your shoulders, come and break your balls. Okay, stop complaining, be more humble. You know what I mean? Uh, help some people. Help some people. We still are dealing with a lot of human trafficking and child trafficking. And uh, people, it, to me, it's bigger than COVID. Huh? If you see the numbers, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. To all the people that have kids, you really got to be careful with your children because there is some very, very fucked up people out there. And there is, it's way more than what we think, you know. And I'm so grateful for all those people. And I don't know if it's the police or whoever does the, 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 the investigation and go save those kids. It's unbelievable. So big up to all the people that are fighting for that. I wish I could uh, participate into something like this and just go and maybe hang out with some kids and give them some love and do some activities and make them feel special, you know. There is a lot of people that need so much love and uh, we're here uh, fighting over who's vaccinated or not. Fuck you. Fuck you. By the way, we didn't speak about Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci is so funny. He has like a thousand emails that came out as a leak, so I don't know if it's true. We don't know anymore what's true, what's not true. It's like everything they show us, it might be true, it might not, who knows. And then, but what was funny to me is that I saw a video of him today, he was saying, if you attack me, it's like you're attacking science. 
Excuse me, mister. We did not know that you were science itself. Who the fuck is this guy? Who talked like that? Did you invent something? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's crazy. If you attack me, you attack science. You, de- you see, little fragile bitch. Untitled. Fragile. When the men slide into the way femininity. You know what I mean? And again, to all my gay friends that are feminine as fuck, more feminine than me sometimes. I love you so much and that's the way you are. But the guys that pretend to be like a masculine and you behave like a little biatch, guys, the world is going wrong because of you. You have to do something. You have to do... Do we have to create some schools? Manly schools? I feel like women are more manly than men lately. And I'm not talking about like a, a shaved haircut and stuff like that. I'm talking like behavior. The other day, I watched like a TikTok video of a couple. They make me laugh. Every time there's something scary, the girl tells to the guy, don't worry, honey, I'm here to protect you. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? And I know I'm old school. I know I'm old school, but I don't care. I think it's the best way, old school. You know what I mean? I tell you the truth, you know? I feel like, you know, a lot of guys are like, you have too much feelings, you have too much stuff. You know what I mean? You have to go back to play uh, football, go do some sports, smash a beer on your forehead, do something that reminds you, you know, who you are. You got to stop being that little little girl inside you. We need you as a man, okay? Or if not, we would have married a woman, okay? So, yeah. No, it's too much. This is too much. I'm looking around even in Paris now. It's like, what the fuck is that? You guys, what happened to you? Do they put something in your water? Are they giving you, like, um, hormones to become more feminine? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. For the woman that like a real man, ah, we're screwed, huh? We're screwed. Anyway, it's like soon uh, we're going to see some chicks sharing the deep gloss with their husband. You know what I mean? I mean, we're already there, actually. Since uh, I told you that story about the guy that were like um, an old lady's gone. Uh, gone? Or it's like a dress, old lady's uh, dress for home. It's a gown, it's called, I don't remember. And so he had like little sandals for girls. And you know those little socks with the thing around the, uh, the ankle? Those little white socks that you wear with the shoes for little girls. And he has a big ass beard and he walks in the street every night with his wife, dressed like a woman, with the shoes of a little girl. And his uh, wife is just a regular lady, you know, that's married to this guy, walking hand to hand. I mean, I cannot believe it. Imagine if my husband would come up and tell me like, you know what, I want to wear dresses. Like, I don't judge, but something happened because there was no such a thing before. You know, you can wear a kilt. You can wear like, but why you want to look like a little um, housewife with little girl shoes? You know what I mean? Like, you can wear, like, there is couples that dress the same way and stuff. I don't care about that. But this like seems too, uh, you know, or a 60-year-old man that wants to be a little girl. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is sickness. This is not like, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the people that want to be giraffes or lions or something. Or somebody that's going to be like, you know what? I just want everybody to treat me like a dolphin that I am. All right? I mean, you know, this world. I'm tired. You see, we have to stay in a fuck it mode. We can just give love. And uh, don't bother. Don't bother. And everything you want to do in life, just fucking do it. We don't have time anymore. Okay? Too many people are hesitating. Every time like I'm traveling and stuff, I don't know why people love to talk to me. I spoke to a little uh, gentleman, a 19-year-old, who studies uh, psychology for IA, uh, AI, sorry, artificial intelligence, which I thought was fascinating. I didn't even know there was such a thing, but like he's in the future already, this one. And so he was telling me about like things that he wants to do, but he doesn't dare. And 
it all comes down to that fucking popular shit in high school. You know what I mean? That fucks them up. That fucks people up. That thing of competition and you shouldn't dare. Um, in France, we have that problem a lot. That's why people leave the country or left the country before. It feels like if you have dreams, who the fuck are you to have dreams? You know what I mean? And here it's like, uh, oh my God, I have $2 million in debts in college. So I'm never going to do the stuff. And I think that uh, we should just do anything we want to do. You know what I mean? In life, if you want to be a fucking, uh, you know, uh, a coach for dolphins, yeah, put it this way, you should do it. You should do it because you're happy and that's it. You don't have to take pills because you're in depression and you don't know what's going on or you hate to watch your wife and stuff like that. Oh my God, I forgot to tell you, there was a show that I watched that was so fucking crazy. You know about the... Um, couple uh, abuse, abusive relationship. So it was this guy, he was uh, married to a lady and they had love at the first sight and stuff like that. And she had, uh, she was in the army and I don't know what happened. She was in um, the war or something and she got uh, hurt. So they gave her like painkillers for a few months. So then, you know, she got hooked and she ended up doing like heroin at home. She had a little boy, whatever, whatever. And she was beating the shit out of the guy. And thankfully they had the cameras in their house. So because what happened is one day she's beating him up and she threatened to kill the kid. And so he shot her. And so at the beginning, you're like, oh my God, what an asshole and stuff. And then when you watch the videos, the girl was fucking beating his ass every single day with a baseball bat. Unbelievable. And the guy was so scared of her and in love that he wouldn't like beat her ass until the day he felt threatened for the kid and he snapped. I mean, he left this stuff for, he lived it for like four years. So, you know, and you can see poor guy. I was so felt so bad for him and now he's uh, going to prison for murder but they have to prove that he was self-defense because the girl was a psychopath you know what i mean it was unbelievable and if you didn't see if it wasn't for the cameras because they had like some robberies or stuff a few months back so that's why they installed the cameras if it wasn't for the cameras to show that the girl was shooting heroin every day in her bedroom and beating the shit out of him and being violent to the kid he would be in prison for 60 years it's unbelievable you have no clue and the guy was like such a a big guy poor guy yeah i felt so bad for him i swear if you let me i write a letter to everybody and when i watch a documentary i always feel bad i was like you know what maybe i should write him a letter you know to remind him how special he is right like i do to you guys when i remind you that what am i gonna remind you that you're unique in this world and nobody can be you Nobody can better at being you than you in this world. You're unique. We're royalty, every single one of us. We're amazing, and that's why we were chosen to come here. You know what I mean? And it's all about the journey. It's your motherfucking game. So if you are feeling that your guts are telling you to do something, to find another job, to do this dream, to call that person, we should just follow it. I'm telling you, it's crazy. When you follow your guts, it's unbelievable. Life becomes super easy. So yes, I know I sound like those people in a cult, but I am not in a cult. I'm telling you my experience. You know what I mean? Uh, you should embrace it now because then when I'm going to charge $300 a minute, I'm joking, I'm joking. But I thought like maybe I should open a, a coaching cabinet. I swear to God, not because I'm amazing and I'm a genius. It's not that. It's just because people are struggling so much. People are struggling so much and have no clue so much that it makes me a genius. Can you believe? Unbelievable. So anyway, it was very nice to catch up with you guys. I am so glad. I am so glad, so glad, so glad. Uh, I send you all my love. Don't forget how amazing you are. Uh, be strong, okay? 
if uh, if you didn't do the vaccine and you don't want to do it, you don't do it. Fuck it, be strong. And if you've done it and anything goes wrong, do not worry because uh, you are safe. And if you're not, people are already working on finding ways to uh, cancel if there was any bad side effects. So God willing, we'll be all safe soon, right? But uh, yes, let's keep the love. Let's uh, spread the love. Be kind to everybody. I decided, uh, you know, when I drive and stuff, you know how a bitch I can be because people piss me off. They don't know how to drive. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. And uh, now I went to drive two weeks in uh, Paris. And let me tell you, I'm coming back. I'm a fucking like a, a fireball. No, I'm joking. But so instead of getting mad, I decided every asshole or everybody that does something wrong, I'm like, you know what? I'm sending you good vibe. I pray for you to have a good vibe. If you switch it around... Well, you don't have so much more negative energy because, you know, you know how much I can swear. So I'll swear first because, you know, I'm a human being. I'll be like, you fucking dumbass. Ah, but I'm sending you a lot of energy and love and I hope you're blessed and love goes your way. And uh, I think if we all do that, we're going to be bald enough. COVID is going to go and we're going to be safe. And actually, uh, when I do that, everything becomes easy. I find parking spots. Uh, everybody could become nice. It's like much better. So let's try to do that and see if anything change, right? So I send you my love, you guys. I'm not going to drive you nuts and talk nonsense. It's became nonsense huh? already since 10 minutes, I believe. But that's okay. Uh, I watched a show on Netflix 60 Days In. Which Netflix, the professional to make it drag. Huh? The first episode is like, uh, get to the fucking point already. So this show is like people that decided to enter a prison as an inmate for 60 days to kind of do an investigation and try to see who's doing her drugs inside the prison, if there is any wrong stuff done by the CEOs and stuff. I don't even understand why a human being would do that to themselves, but I can tell you it's very funny to watch because every single one of them, they regret it. They regret it because you do not get it until you get there. You think you're going to be like in a special uh, stuff and they're going to give you some peanut butter and snack and snack at night because you're special from TV. It is so funny. I know it's a reality TV, but it's better than the Kardashian and their bullshit. That's fake anyway. That might be fake also. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, we'll see. So, yes, yeah, 60 Days In is called. It kept me busy uh, when I was born in France, you know. So, yes. Yeah, so I send you my love. My God, 41 minutes already. So I send you my love and I talk to you next week. Bye.